Hey yo, what up Panda Mafia fam? It's Panda Style here, your leader and founder, and I want to thank you for being on this transmission with me. This is the Panda Style Podcast. Every month we will feature a Denver artist and exclusive content from yours truly. So let's blast off. What up, Panda Mafia fam? It's Panda Style here, and it's episode five, season two. We got a very special guest, Kayla Kant, who is an energy worker. So we're switching it up from all the DJs that have been on my show. And now we're talking spirituality, the way of ayahuasca, and getting a little bit more in-depth with Kayla. So keep it on lock for this episode. Thank you. Hey, yo, what up, Panda Mafia fam? It is episode five. It's season two. We're getting live up in here, but it's a little switch up. You know, sometimes in my sets, I do a little switch up on the music. We're switching it up this time with my guests. So we're actually having an energy healer, Reiki practitioner, Kayla Kant. She's going to be telling us some more about what she does and what, you know, she wants to share on the episode. So Let's get a little bit of background from her. But first of all, I always like to start off with how you doing? How you living today? I'm doing really, really good today. Thank you. Yeah. And before we get started, what I think would be beneficial, because I know like we just had the new moon in Taurus, which I'm a Taurus, so what up? Um, <laughs> so like energies could be kind of weird. Crazy stuff happened in Colorado. It's all smoky out here right now for the fires out and uh, all the way in Canada reaching us. So um, I think it just would be beneficial before we actually get started on the actual interview to take some nice grounding breaths. We'll take uh, three inhales and exhales just on your own time. Connect with the energy. Ah. Like that. <laughs> yes, you. you know. <laughs> You got to do it because you don't ground yeah. into the earth. You'll just yeah. be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Oh, well, thank you for that. Thank you. Love to know a little bit more about you, though, as a lightworker like yourself or, you know, whatever you classify as, um, you know, like where you're from, if you're from Colorado, if you're from somewhere else, you know, the cosmos, like do you have a connection to, to some like, you know, <laughs> cosmic beings out there and. Hey, I'm about it. I'm about it. So, <laughs> yeah. So I am from Wyoming. My dad was in the military, so we moved around a little bit, but I primarily grew up in Wyoming. It's really funny, though, because I always joke that I like grew up in Colorado because literally every single chance I got once I got to high school, my friends and I were like driving down to Colorado and we were like really into that EDM scene at the time. And obviously there's none of that going on in Wyoming. <laughs> so every chance we got, we were down here and it's definitely a part of my roots and growing up. And then speaking about from the cosmos, I do um, starseed readings and like past life readings. And the soul group that I'm from is called Hadar, which so there's my, my starseed roots as well. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And it's cool. You know, I'm feeling called to this place. I'm I'm drawn here. I got to go here for a reason, you know, because if you hadn't 
we hadn't met, like, you know, a lot of other things wouldn't have happened. It's just crazy, the ripple effect of things like that. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, the music scene, really, especially, I met some of my best friends from it. I met my boyfriend through those friends. Like, everything is so deeply connected to that. And I'm not as much into it anymore. I still love it. It's just not my main focus. But it created so much of who I am in the path that I'm on, even in my spirituality, I would say as well. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Mm -hmm. With uh, music, as far as when you did check out certain events, like what what were you listening to or what did you have an experience mm -hmm. with that? Yeah, so we were really into, I would say it started out, my first show was like Rowdy Town 3. So I was really into the the big gigantic and the saxophone. I love the saxophone. So more into those sorts of vibes. Um, and then we went into huge, huge dubstep phase. <laughs> and then it kind of went into to house. So it was all over the place. We had our different phases that we went through. But I didn't really know much about the music scene when I got into it. I was just like, I love it. I'll listen to everything. I just soaked it all in. Mm. Yeah, kind of getting like immersed in that and then being like, oh, well, what is this? what is this about? And, you know, kind of checking it out. That's awesome. Cause you could be experimental with different genres. I'm, I'm totally about that. Like, you don't have to limit yourself to be like, I'm only this fan. If you are great, if you are great, but like, you know, it's cool to appreciate all assets of it, like all parts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, cool. Cool. If you were to describe energy healing Reiki, so people know what that is, I would love to know how you would express that in your own words. Um, Reiki translates to universal life force energy. So I see it as energy from whoever you view to be divine source. God, I see that that energy is coming through me. It's not necessarily coming from me. So channeling that energy and then it's about healing the energetic body. So we have this physical body that we all know about, and we know that we need to take care of the physical body. But a lot of times we neglect that energy body. And when we have all these life experiences happen to us, trauma and just this negativity, it gets energetically stuck in our body. So I've had clients that are having hip problems because of trauma that they experienced as a child, and that energy is stuck in their hip. So it's really about releasing that and releasing those experiences that have been a part of our body and our nervous system for so long. Right. I love that. I love that perspective and being able to be a conduit, you know, a channel for that is really powerful. You know, taking that, mm -hmm. taking that step to actually do that, you know, because we all have the capability to do that, but it's mm -hmm. everyone's choice to like do it or not, you know, and, and it's, it's not necessarily everyone's purpose in life. You know, we all have a purpose, higher purpose. And, you know, however that's expressed is great. I think, so I just think that's amazing that you're doing that, what the work you are doing. So, um, and then with that, as far as like releasing the energy, it's, it's also interesting too. I would add something that, you know, integrating it is very important too, because the, the integration of it and you know just like alchemizing that energy making it into something different because energy is never destroyed mm -hmm. or or created so how do we as like co-creators and helping each other thrive in life like how do we help each other do that so I feel like Reiki is a powerful way to do that as well yeah absolutely like transmuting that energy or returning it to source or whatever you want to 
do with that energy so that it's not just present in the room or being transferred to someone else. Absolutely. I also love that you said that we all have this ability to do so. Like, I don't see myself as special by doing this, or I'm the only one that's gifted that can do these things or channel this energy or tap into my psychic or intuitive abilities. Everyone has the power to do so. And I think sometimes in the spiritual community, people put it on such a pedestal as such a gift, which I think is beautiful because that's part of their purpose. And it is a gift to some extent, but also everyone has the ability to tap into that if they choose to do so, because not everyone wants to, or that's not everyone's purpose, like you said. So it's absolutely something anyone could tap into if they wanted to do so. I love that. And that's, are you, that kind of leads me into another question. Like, are you technically a Reiki master or are you yeah, I am a Reiki master. I'm not a Reiki master teacher yet, but I'm on that path. So hopefully doing that soon as well. Oh, that's so exciting. It's so yeah. exciting. I, I love that. And I just ask because like usually people on the Reiki master path are given like remembering the ability to pass that along to others, you know, mm-hmm. so like to do um, attunements and stuff. Because for people that just might be like, what are they talking about right now? So um, <laughs> like... Before, before we all like we were saying we all have the ability to like channel the energy right but like there's certain symbols and there's a certain initiation I would call it mm-hmm. make sure you're serious about these things right so like you kind of go through the attunement which is something that that unlocks that ability within you because like mm-hmm. we said everyone has the ability right so it's kind of just like giving you the keys like here's the keys go ahead and drive if you want you know but also then guiding you through what that looks like as a as a Reiki master teacher so you usually have like a master teacher you're under so that's kind of like what we're talking about and I just think that's really cool because then Kayla can also share this ability with others you know so that takes it another step further you know you have the ability to heal yourself with it if that's what you want to do you have the ability to share it with others and then you could pass it along too with others if you want to tune them. So I think it's really nice. It's, there's a lot of options out there with it. If people like are, are interested or they're like, wow, this really like strikes a chord with me. How can I know more and like do something on my own? That's kind of the, the one, two, three step process to do so, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think choosing your teacher is such a beautiful part in the process. My Reiki teacher has helped me so much and when I'm experiencing things that I haven't experienced before being able to have her there like she said that she's a teacher for life like I can always contact her so I think there's something beautiful about the teacher that you choose as well yeah and we're all like connected in that way to like teach each other right so Mm -hmm. in this life they have a purpose to teach you a certain thing Um, So really feeling into that and trusting your intuition about stuff like that, you know, because, you know, there's this whole spectrum of things you don't want to get caught up and have someone be like, oh, I'm the I'm the Reiki master teacher for you. And then it's like some bogus bullshit thing online. And you're like, oh, fuck, I just got fucked over. So you got to like, in tune with that and really be like, okay, this feels right. I I like this person's energy, I could work with them, because really what you're doing, it's like energy exchange, right? All Mm -hmm. this is energy exchange. So you want to make sure you're exchanging your energy with somebody who's going to appreciate it and fully honor it, um, and give you the knowledge and the teachings that you're looking for. So super important. um, With all the options on social media today, you do have to be really careful with who's out there and who's on the internet and use your own intuition and discernment. If 
I should take this quick internet course that's super cheap if this is going to give me the same thing as maybe spending a little bit more money for a teacher or that sort of thing in person. So I think definitely using the discernment about what's on the internet because anyone can post anything and say anything. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And that kind of leaves me to um, how has social media helped you as a as a energy worker? You feel like it's it, helped you? Yes, it has helped me a lot just because I do lots of distance healings. So I do Akashic Records readings over Zoom. I do my distance Reiki sessions and being able to market on Instagram and TikTok has really helped me. I will say people are really awful on social media as well. Like people can comment anything, people can say anything negative about me. So it's been also a growth process Mm. for myself of I'm not going to listen to any of this negativity that's being thrown at me. I know that the healing work I do is positive and beautiful and it's impacted all these people. So I'm not going to listen to this random comment on TikTok telling me that I'm on crack or whatever it is. Oh my gosh. (laughs) The trolls. Well, yes. Trolls come out. They're like, "Uh, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Well, that's good for you though, to be able to take that and be like, Hey, I hear you. I see you but I know that's not who I am. Like you stay true in your authenticity, right? You're like, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to give this a space because there's a purpose for it. And there's a lesson here. So that's awesome that you can kind of look at it from that light instead of just being like, fuck everybody. Like <laughs> I'm not going to do any social media because you guys suck. Like, you know, it's like, there's a whole, there's the whole spectrum of it. But Yeah. yeah especially from, like people from high school and stuff like that, like the amount of followers and stuff I lost when I started posting about my spiritual journey and about the work I was doing, but it's just understanding, okay, that's not for them. They don't believe it. That's totally okay. Right. We're just not on this path together. And you just have to respect that. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's like, they had a purpose in your life earlier. They evolved. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you're, you're evolving and doing other things that people are going to like fall off and that's okay. Cause it's like a journey with like people getting, I feel like the train, like getting on your train and hopping off, <laughs> kind of like your most memorable experience with energy work, or if you have a favorite, I would love to know. I would say my most memorable experience ever was definitely my ayahuasca experience, because that's what really halted me into this spiritual journey. I knew that I was going to do it eventually. And I was going to dive deeper into my intuition and spiritual self eventually. But my ayahuasca experience really just catapulted me into, no, you need to do this and you need to do this right now. It was the most challenging experience in my life and also the most rewarding experience in my life. I'm. It's been about a year and I'm still talking about it constantly and relating and learning from it. I am just like a completely different person from who I was before it. Oh, lovely. I lovely. And so medicine, yeah, plant medicine kind of like mm-hmm. really opened that door again and the gateway to your your spirituality in this path. That's really awesome. Curious with that, is it uh did it kind of clear some fears you may have had or like maybe apprehensions about doing this kind of work? I think so because through ayahuasca, you're channeling this this mother energy, this source energy. And she really makes you feel safe and she makes you feel heard. And she, as in the the energy of the plant, 
Mm-hmm. And it allowed me to really dive into my soul self and who I am and taking away that ego part of me when I was on the plant medicine and allowing me to feel heard and safe and mm-hmm. realizing that my only fears and doubts were my ego and was myself. And I was the only thing that was stopping myself. There was no like negative energy or a lot of times this work is associated with like demonic energy or anything like that. So any of the fears I had was all me stopping myself and I could see why that was happening and why I was stopping myself as well. And when you were saying the work is related with demonic energy, you just mean like judgment is like the judgment side of it where it's like, oh, she's getting attacked by demons or whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think people just don't understand it and people have a hard time with things that they can't understand or wrap their brain around so then they judge it and they associate it with maybe negative things Mm -hmm. or like I'm channeling this negative energy to get there just because they don't understand it there is and not to get us caught up with like this side of things but there is the whole spectrum of everything so sometimes there are those energies involved so if you do have that energy involved I think ayahuasca is also a great medicine to kind of like clear that too not just your own stuff but if you actually got some shit like around you you know I think that could be beneficial so absolutely yeah just saying but do it of course responsibly and (laughs) we're not saying to go out on a Friday night and then try ayahuasca and then you know no god you're not gonna have a good time if you do that you have to do it respectfully I think is a big part of it too I did it at a medically licensed facility in Costa Rica and it was done by authentic shamans um, from Colombia the leader or the shaman that was in charge of the center you had to take a three-day boat ride through the Amazon to get to his tribe that he was from so while the facility itself was a little bit Americanized these ceremonies and respecting the medicine and having it brewed by the shamans really allowed me to respect the culture as well as feeling safe in the environment and feeling guided in the environment. And the shaman's job, like we talked about that negative energy that can arise because you are opening yourself up and you're Mm -hmm. opening yourself up to these very positive energies, but some negative energies as well. And the shamans are in charge of making sure that energy doesn't come into your experience and watching the energy of the room and making sure it's a safe space for you to be in the medicine. Like I couldn't imagine going and doing it in some random guy's basement. First off, it's not really respecting the medicine. And second, you can get yourself in a very dangerous situation as well. And it's not like this recreational experience either. I know a lot of people have recreational experiences on mushrooms or LSD or other psychedelics, Mm -hmm. but this is not, the same thing it's a whole different experience so definitely be prepared do your research figure out if it is for you and your body and your particular experience as well and do it in a licensed facility with shamans yes that's that's a disclosure on this like in big bold letters like this is it's big (laughs) it's a big thing you know so that's a it's a beautiful experience and I appreciate you sharing that um with goals dreams or where you kind of want to take Reiki healing work like what would that look like if you're okay with sharing that yeah I have so many goals for myself that I need to remind myself to breathe and be patient Um, my biggest goal I think is expanding my business to where I can lead 
healing retreats and circles, especially for women's issues. I feel very passionate about women's issues and fertility and sexual assault. So I would definitely mm. like to create safe spaces for those areas and be a leader for big healing. Because like we talked about earlier, it's about the Reiki energy and it's about doing these readings, but it's also about the integration and the connection from it as well. So being able to create those safe spaces to be vulnerable with other women. Um, I also have had lots of spirit babies come through recently. So if you don't know what this is, these are like the souls of our future children and they choose us before they come onto this earth. And this could also be a miscarried or aborted baby that is also still attached to you. And they're going to come if you choose to have kids. So I really want to go deeper down that path and see what it means for me and see how it relates to fertility and hmm. those sorts of things as well. So I love that. Wow. That's, that's very beautiful. And that's passionate. And I'm just like, wow, I could see that being so helpful, man. So like, do it up, you know, like, yes, let's amplify that. Like, let's go. You got it. Thank you got it. You. Yeah, we need Thank it. You. <laughs> we need it. It's feminine presence. We need it. And, you know, it's just a divine feminine's just like needing it. And, and that's within everybody too. Like, like it's, it's a whole nother chan tangent, but you know, even people that are masculine or, you know, masculine representing, we have feminine energies within us. Like there's a combination of that. Right. So like, to balance that out doesn't mean to only focus on women. It means to focus on your mothers so that your ancestors heal, so that you heal, so that your babies, you know, future generations heal. Like mm -hmm. it's not just it's not just about who's in this body and and what you look like and you know what I mean. Like that there's so much more to it. And so that's amazing. That's that's really awesome. Yeah. I think as well with the there's so many things with that. Like you said, it's another tangent. Um, as well with the spirit babies thing, part of my ayahuasca experience was having my future child come to me and wow. show me the trauma that I was going to pass down to this soul once I choose to have have her um, if I didn't heal those things in myself. So showing that, showing me this thing has been in my family for generations and generations. And if you don't heal this in yourself, you're going to pass that down to me. And that was a key part of my healing journey. So seeing how I could facilitate that for other women too in the ancestral healing it's amazing yes thank you thank you for just mm. Mm, going through that and like <laughs> sharing that like you know what I mean because that could be trippy that that would that would trip me out too just to be like what um, like mind expanding like you know like amazing because it's brought to your awareness now now you're like okay now I can actually like focus on that and and make sure I don't pass that trauma on you know like that's, a, that's absolutely a yeah because you could have lived your life like not knowing that and then you know just pass it all along so like, mm -hmm. like the universe lets us know like hey by the way you might pass on some trauma so and ayahuasca is the messenger with that so <laughs> I mm -hmm. love it I love it that's cool if you were to say your intention with being like a Reiki practitioner energy worker what would it be <clears throat> what when you found out you know you're gonna do this what was kind of like that intuitive mention from the universe that's like okay this is your intention behind your work mm. so I think just being a light and a guide to others was kind of my intention behind it I'm healing myself and then I'm helping others to heal but I always say that like my my mission statement is that I am here to guide you on your journey of healing yourself like you are the medicine 
if I were to say I'm the one healing clients, it first off wouldn't be true. And I would just be taking away from all the deep healing and work and integration that they're having to do themselves. So I'm here to guide you. I'm here to empower you. I'm here to light the way. But you are healing yourself, which is just such a beautiful process to be a part of. Uh, yeah, isn't it kind of like being like a mama? You know, you're like, look at you. Like, you know, because <laughs> you're just like, you're growing, you're healing. Look at you. I'm here for you. Yeah. But like, you're you're doing all the work, you know? Like, so, mm-hmm. so it's really good to have that wholehearted intention, you know, because like you're saying, it's not ego-based or like thinking like, I am the almighty guru healer and I will heal you for la la la, you know? Because like, it's, it's, it's like... <laughs> staff with all that you know with people that do that like get out of here like we all know that we're resource energy within bodies fragmented out like quit stop but we don't not all of us know so my point being was like helping others awaken what they need and to heal like that's really beautiful and to be a, a support system with that you know like because holding space and being able to do that can be can be a lot you know so I think it takes a strong-willed individual to do that and also like the will of the warrior you know you're lighting like you're the one with the lantern lighting the way but they have to take the step they have to walk with you um so yeah I think that's pretty sweet yeah absolutely and then when you heal yourself and you're a healed version of yourself then it's just passing that farther and farther down the line of okay they're healing themselves which is allowing them to go out into the world and be this healing light for other people and it's just this snowball effect yeah and we're all connected really too you know and like we heal ourselves you help heal the collective you know it's like Mm -hmm. uh it's doing bigger work than just yourself when you do the self-work and so that's that's why that's so important to do first yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah or like cats I think of like herding cats like come on let's go <laughs> that's really funny the, the visual like ooh. they're not they're not following they're not following but that's okay they're gonna do what they do and that's that's a big part of it too is having the acceptance of people are gonna take take it or leave it kind of thing you know and that's like you have to still shine your light and still, you know, pursue what you want to do, your goals, dreams, aspirations, right? Because mm-hmm. whoever's going to take it will take it and, you know, it'll be a great thing for them. Some people won't and that's okay. Like they, they can leave it and that's all right. With um the Denver area, because now you're out here in Denver, at least like Colorado, right? I would say Colorado. Have you felt like that's helped you as an energy worker or, or with your growth and stuff like that? Or has it kind of set you back in some ways? Compared to living in Wyoming, where there weren't a lot of resources, I think it's great being out here where so many open-minded people to connect with as well as being able to just on a random Tuesday night, oh, there's a cacao healing circle that I could go to or this group meditation and just all these energy healers and psychics and practitioners everywhere has really opened me up to that accessibility and those resources within the community. So I would definitely say that it has helped my individual growth. So like a sense of community too, right? That's definitely helped you would say. Yes, definitely. And being able to be a part of these different groups or even just going to this healing circle with all these like-minded individuals, I would say community is really 
really important when doing this type of work because it is so different from this mainstream work that others can relate to. So it's really important to find a community that hears you and respects you and understands the work that you're doing so that you are very grounded in the work you are doing, because if not, it can cause you to spiral if you don't have that sort of support with you. Right. Yeah. So having the people back you up on on what you're doing is very vital. Yeah. And being able to have those tough conversations or I mean, I don't know everything. So I could have something come up in a Reiki session where I have no idea what was going on and being able to reach out to the community and be like, hey, have you had this happen to you? I had this happen to a client. Like, how did you deal with this? How do you interpret this energy? And just being able to reach out to other people for guidance and support. Mm, I love that. Yes, it's so vital for everyone to kind of connect and then see different perspectives too, you know, with the absolutely, because it's like, Oh, I never would have thought of that. That makes so much sense. And being able to bounce ideas off of each other. And yeah, no one truly knows what's what's going on with the universe and what's actually true. And there's so many different perspectives to hear, which just allows me to open up and then serve my clients in a better way. Yeah, isn't it like a, there's some famous quote that it's like, the best thing to know is that you know nothing or something. I don't, I'm paraphrasing mm-hmm. it, but like, you know, yes. that you don't know shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I always say, I'm like, the more I think I know, the more I realize that I don't know anything at yeah. all. Like, yes. The more I get into my spiritual journey, it just opens up like a thousand more questions of yeah. things that I don't know. So I know this one thing, but now I don't know all these other things. It's like new <laughs> like, levels, new heights. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> if you if you got all the information at once, if we if we knew everything at once, like it'd be sensory overload. We'd be like, like the body would literally like the brain would want to like explode because it's like too much information, you know. We so that's why why little bits and pieces like you get a little little bird bite, you know, like here's mama hen's gonna feed you. Here's a little chicken. Yes. Oh, there would be no point to this human experience that we were living if we knew everything either, because our higher self, our soul already knows everything. It has all the answers. So why would we come to earth? Why would we have this human experience? If we already knew everything, there would be Mm. no point to it. So I think it's part of having your spiritual self, but also having your human self as well and having that balance between, okay, I'm in my human experience, I'm in my spiritual experience and how can those two things work together? Yes, yes, facts. 100% facts right there, people. So just remember to channel that higher self and you'll learn a lot more. That's for sure. And you'll like understand a lot more. It's like a mm-hmm. having that higher understanding and that knowing, being connected to the cosmos, you know? So, and you, everybody does have that, higher self version of you which is your soul's essence is how I like to describe it so yes it's pretty magical magic with it okay this is something I definitely really really want to know well how is it for you to be able to see people's past lives and going on spiritual journeys with them like how has that been just would love to know Mm, yeah it's been so it's been such an interesting experience and the more I learn about past lives, the more I'm able to look into my present experience and our present lives. But I think the most beautiful thing about past lives is they tell us so much about the negative patterns that we are stuck in. 
when we don't heal something or we do negative something negative in a past life, it will come up lifetime after lifetime until we learn the lesson until we're ready to heal it. And I've had clients who I've looked into their Akashic record, and they've been trying to learn the same lesson for the last seven lifetimes. So to be a guide to them and help them with how to get unstuck from that pattern is truly amazing. Like, okay, I'm seeing this energy. Here's some steps that you can take to get out of that energy. They, of course, have to go and do the work after our session if they don't change anything or if they don't learn the lesson or choose to heal it. That's on them. But being able to be that guide and get people kind of unstuck from these patterns that have been there for so long, for so many lifetimes. Yeah. And again, it's that awareness, right? So like you being able to bring that awareness to them and uh, let them know, hey, this has been happening for like, uh, you know, several decades now, like, and then some like, you want to you want to do something about that? And then, you know, they have that now they have the option to do something. So I think that's beautiful. Um, For people that don't know, the Akashic records are basically records of everything that has happened in the universe to everybody, every being, you know, like a plant has a Akashic record like the the birds do, you know, we do. So it's uh, really cool to tap into that and have someone guide you like Kayla. So hit her up if you feel called to like do that because it's pretty powerful stuff and for your healing journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, what, what do you feel like you want to accomplish with helping others as far as, and I can expand on that with accomplishments, like what would make you feel like, wow, I really did something powerful there. Or are you already doing that currently? I would love to know. I think the state of the world right now is just so divided and it makes me so sad but we all we've talked about this in a little bit ago we're all part of this collective consciousness so when i evolve myself or heal myself or you evolve or heal yourself it's healing this collective consciousness and we've gotten so far from that so i really want to bring understanding and love to the people i work with how can we release what no longer serves us from this place of understanding, not being hard on ourselves, not being like, oh, I'm a piece of shit because I had this negative pattern. No, but right. being like, okay, I was hurt. So I did this and now I can come at it with a place of understanding and then in turn raise the vibration of the collective. Mm. So if I can bring people together and I can open people up to alternative ways of healing, such as energy healing, because I also think our pharmaceutical and medical system is a whole mess, which is a whole different (laughs) (laughs) but opening people up to these different things and opening people up to understanding that we are a collective and we are meant to be together. We aren't meant to be divided and just bringing a little more peace in my small area of the world that Mm. I can, and my small community that I can do so because it really does make an impact and it makes an impact for generations to come even. 100%. Ah, thank you. I love it. I love that you shared that because it's so heartfelt, you know, like I I appreciate that. And it's very, you know, you're thinking of of others, you know, so it's like very uh, selfless, I guess you could say, but you're also considering how you could give back to yourself. And so it's also, you know, that unity, I just got like, I just kept kind of hearing like, you know, unity, like, let's, that's kind of what we're going for here is like unity consciousness. Now we also have our human consciousness that's connected and we could bring that into a unity. Right. So I feel like you want to be a bridge to that, you know, is like 
to help with that. So that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, learning how to connect with yourself and love yourself, which a lot of people are missing because yeah. they're this version of your, themselves that are hurt or they don't love themselves. And then it's projecting that out into the world. So first mm -hmm. it's about bringing that love to yourself and that understanding right. to yourself and then connecting that with others. So it's all healing self, healing others. It's all connected. Yes. Heal yourself. Check yourself <laughs> before you wreck yourself. That's, <laughs> Absolutely. That's what you got to do. Um, people probably by now are asking how can, they could book a session with you. So I guess that would be my next question is how could they schedule something with you? So all of my services can be booked on my website, um, kaylacanthealing.com, um, can't with a K. <laughs> um, uh, also, my if they want to check out my social media, that kind of has more info and some videos about what it is that I do. If they're like, okay, this sounds cool, but I have no idea what's going on. Um, I do have Kayla Can't Healing on TikTok and Instagram if they want to look more into that or they can email me as well if they have some more questions but aren't ready to book a session so mm -hmm. i do on my website i offer reiki sessions for humans um i offer reiki sessions for pets which is really sweet i love connecting to animal energy mm -hmm. and then my two akashic records readings are called soul realignment readings which is the big reading that goes into past lives and then if they just want a mini look into it i also offer soul blueprint readings that go into the akashic records as well Ooh, okay get on that healing.com. <laughs> yes yes i'll put that in the description too um so with these final moments we have together i'd love to know if you have anything else you want to expand on or share um this is uh, your moment to shine on anything else you'd like to say or or promote yeah, I don't think so. I think we've really covered everything. I think the biggest thing is to just understand each other and love each other and think about what you can do to heal yourself and spread that love out into the world because we really need it right now because we're just so hurting as a society and it makes me so sad. So just think about what you can do to understand and love others, even if you can't get behind their point of view or what they're putting out into the world. So that's that's all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Share the love, right? Share the love. Yeah. And give that to yourself <laughs> and to others. Yeah. Uh, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you for being my guest. Um, just going to take a few minutes to plug a few things. Um, I got a show coming up on Tuesday. So it's going to be all feminine show. So we're just given, yeah, space for feminine DJs to do their thing. Hello's there. She's my homegirl. Uh, she's going to headline, and I'm going to play as well. Um, it's at the Kama Hotel, so if anyone knows where that's at. See you next Tuesday, which does spell something naughty. Um, <laughs> that's just the brand, people. Oh, God. That's, <laughs> I'm like, that's what's going on. Cunt, cunt to the show. I don't know. That was bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he said cunt to the show. Yeah. <laughs> Taking the power back. <laughs> or the pussy. Yeah. So <laughs> woo. So come through. Um, it'd be a fun time. And yeah, if if you feel called to learn more about energy healing, definitely make sure you check out Kayla um, on her social medias and everything that she's got going on out there. She's a beautiful soul, beautiful person that I am grateful to have crossed paths with. So I just want to say thank you with all my heart. Um, if you have any other inquiries about energy healing, I also know stuff. I'm like, hit me up, hit up the panda. 
But I also have a different page I'm going to plug that you guys should know about. It's called Trinity Ring Energy. So that's that's a uh, on Instagram. I'm like, this has been a beautiful experience. Thank you, Kayla, for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I'm so grateful for you and meeting you and being able to reconnect after probably meeting at a show like so long ago. Who knows when? So um, definitely grateful to be able to connect with you and reconnect with you. It's been awesome. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, this has been episode five of season two. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a wonderful day. Panda Mafia fam, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm so grateful. And as a special gift to you, we have a guided meditation followed by a distance energy healing exclusively on this episode from Kayla herself. So stay tuned for that now. I invite you to join me for a short guided meditation into distance Reiki healing. If you have the ability to do so, I invite you to lay down or find a comfortable seat. You can always pause and come back to this meditation and healing later, but the Reiki energy will work no matter what as long as you're listening and agree to receive. Your consent is of the utmost importance, so say yes in your head or out loud if you accept this healing. I invite you to close or soften your eyes. Take this time to allow yourself to be present in your body. There's nothing you need to do. There's nowhere you need to be, but right here in this present moment. This may be the first time you're checking in with yourself today. Ask yourself how you're feeling What emotions are arising in this moment? See if there's any areas of your body that are carrying stress or tension. Take a moment to breathe into those areas. Send them love. Now, imagine a bright ball of light transcending down from source, slowly lowering into the crown of your head. As it passes through your body, you become more and more at ease, relaxing the muscles in your forehead, cheeks, jaw, unclenching your teeth, breathing in the light, breathing out what no longer serves you, releasing tension in your throat, chest, arms, hands, and fingers. Being aware of any thoughts or emotions that are coming up, acknowledging their presence, and allowing them to pass by. Relax your stomach and hips. Finding the ball of light at home in your root chakra at the base of your spine where the light will remain for as long as you invite it to. Grounding you deeply to our beautiful Earth Mother. Take this moment to release any tension in your legs, feet, 
or any other areas of the body that aren't fully relaxed. I am now going to start sending you Reiki healing energy. Relax into your body and listen to the music, allowing yourself to receive. Remember, there's nothing you need to do. There's nowhere you need to be, but right here in this present moment.
Our Reiki healing journey is now coming to a close. Thank you for allowing me to guide you. Sending you love and light as you venture through the rest of your day.